This episode is brought to you by Dollar Shave Club, and I know I know another ad, right? But I personally use Dollar Shave Club all the time and have been using them for years. Uh, I remembered I would always buy the disposable razors, and I would they wouldn't last. They would cut you, and then when you would get the more expensive ones, they they were just really expensive, and you had to keep buying them until I came across Dollar Shave Club. Then, you know, it changed the game forever with razors. And now they offer way more than just razor. They offer skincare products, hair care products, hair stuff, gel, pomade, you name it. They offer a whole variety of different products. I mean, you don't believe me? Go give them a try and then you'll love them. Click the link in each episode and or our bio and you'll love them. You're going to be helping the podcast. Or if you want to help the podcast too, if you are if you go over to Anchor FM, there's a donation button. You can sign up, donate every month. Uh, thank you guys to the people who have signed up and continue to donate. I truly appreciate it. So click the link. Go check out Dollar Shave Club. And let's get into your episode. And we're live. Welcome back to Mexico Moguls. It's your boy, the one with the scar face, your boy Scarface. And today we got another episode with with Pat. Pat came back for another episode from Rip Nutrition. What's up? And we had a well, he came back because I wanted to do an episode with his wife, Brianna. What's up, guys? What's up? So yeah, I've been wanting to do this episode just because I I been following your Instagram and I was like, oh, she's like doing a lot of stuff, you know. And it's really cool to see local people doing that stuff, you know. Like I know we'll get into it that way people can get to know. Like I want people to get to know you and your guys' story. So I mean, since we got Pat's side, so we got to get to know your side. Right. Yep. Two uh, sides to every story. <laughs> exactly. Oh, oh, okay. I like, I like where this is going. Um, so are you originally from Idaho? Mm-hmm. Yep. Born and raised. Um, we left for a little bit, but we're, I think we're here for life. So, well, especially if you have a business here. Yeah. So we're rooted. You went to, to Hillcrest too, right? I did. Yep. So, I mean, that's when you guys met, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. So, well, technically we met in middle school. Okay. Well, I fell in love with him in middle school, <laughs> but he didn't, I was a late bloomer. So he didn't recognize, he didn't recognize you. No. Until he saw me, then he couldn't unsee me. Once he saw me, he couldn't unsee me. So. Well, he wants us, sorry, yeah, it was over. <laughs> so, you, so you went to Sand Creek too? I did. That's how I know your brother. So yeah. I went to Falls Valley, then I went to Sand Creek, mm-hmm. then I went to Hillcrest. So Yeah, she probably didn't recognize me because I was, yeah, you, you know, back then I was a little ugly duckling. So, oh. <laughs> I mean, I'm still ugly, not as oh, as no. I was. Yeah, because... Um, yeah, I didn't know you went to the same school because I remember seeing him in uh, in wrestling. I don't know if you remember uh-huh. hearing that part. So when we would wrestle, uh, uh, I remember seeing him on there. I remember his blonde hair. Oh, oh yeah, because yeah. it's it's like blonde, blonde. That's like what he was like known for: the yeah. muscles and the bleach blonde hair. That yeah, was Pat. It, yeah. Yep. Yeah, and I, I was a uh, low key like I was like, damn, I want to be like ripped by him, but I was like fat and like you know you know what I mean. Oh, we're getting you <laughs> ripped now, man. Oh yeah, I'm trying to uh, you know shout out to Heather, you know, yeah. and and then you guys. So trying to get me on. Back on track. I've lost a bunch of weight already so far. Yeah, that's, Congratulations. That's gonna be, uh, Summer doesn't that, know what's coming. I know. Exactly. That'll yeah. be a fun podcast. I'm, exi- I'm excited for that one. Yep. So you said you, you would see him in, in high school. Did you ever try to get his, his attention or anything like that? Um, I would say more in middle school because I was a cheerleader. Mm-hmm. So I cheered at the wrestling matches. Mm-hmm. And so I would just basically stare at him and tell all my friends, oh my gosh, I'm going to marry Pat. Someday <laughs> I'm going to marry that guy. Like I manifested that crap mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, yeah. So, I mean, we had mutual friends. That's what's so weird. Like everything happens when it's supposed to, cause mm-hmm. we had mutual friends. I hung out with tons of his, like all of his best friends were my guy, best guy friends. So mm-hmm. it was weird that we never like there's, our paths never crossed. There's a lot of opportunities like, to meet. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of trippy. It took so long, but yep. actually the first time I scared her at the maze. Oh yeah. Oh. So he was like one of those like guys at the corn mazes that like jumps out. And Mm -hmm. I was actually there with one of my boyfriends and he was like, Hey, go, go scare my girlfriend. And then, so Pat had, was it a Mike, Michael Myers, Mike Myers and the had the chainsaw. He like got right in my face with the chainsaw. And then I was like peeing my pants (laughs) and then he took off his mask and it was him. And I was like, Oh dude, it's fine. Like, Oh, (laughs) it's fine. You're fine. And I was like, Oh, technically that was, that was the was first, first moment. Right. But did you remember doing that until I told you that that was me? No, I, re- I remember doing it for sure. <laughs> I thought you were hot, he but you, you, were, you were taken, so I wasn't thinking much of it. Oh, such a point. good guy. 
I know. Yeah, I was yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so uh, obviously you had a boyfriend at that time. I did. Uh, were you into like what you're into now? I know you're into like fashion, makeup, and things like that. Um, I feel like I didn't like know who I was in high school and middle school. I feel like that's how most of us were. Yeah. I kind of dabbled in everything, but I've always been a girly girl. Like my parents said, I've always been that girl that was like pushing the limits. Like some of the things they let me leave the house in when I was little, I'm like, whoa, that was, <laughs> but they're like, but that's, that's kind of how you learn, right? Mm-hmm. Trial and error. So, um, so yeah, I would say I've always been pretty girly. Um, definitely always into makeup and all of that. I would sit and watch YouTube videos for hours, just learning about like the newest stuff and you know, what, um, ingredients to use, what not to use. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of like, like that's my ripped, like he will, on his days off, he's like looking up ingredients for like, what's the new thing? That's me with beauty products for okay. sure. So yeah, that's something I recently got into uh, last. Well, not beauty products, but skincare. like skincare. Yeah. Good. Yeah, just because uh, mm-hmm. I used to tan all the time, like hardcore tanning. And I stopped doing that just because one, my tattoo artist said he's not going to tattoo me unless I stop tanning. Yeah, really. And two, uh, it's a. Uh, bad for your skin like if you do it oh, way too for much. sure yeah so i was like i need to take care of more of myself that's why like this year I, I decided to go you know reach out to heather you know try to lose some weight you know so do it the right way yeah so i'm gonna put you guys on the spot when did you guys actually first meet or who made the first move he made the first move yep so actually <laughs> um both of us were major slackers in high school. Mm-hmm. Like the fact that I graduated is a flipping miracle. Cause I was, same, same. <laughs> I was yeah. so focused on my social life and boys that, and my dad's actually a teacher. So he rode me like crazy. He hated that. I was so like la la land all in the, the same time. School? My dad taught at IF. Oh, so, okay, okay. Uh-huh. but he was that guy that was like, you will go to college and you will do this and you will do that. And I was like, nah, that's not, nah, not going to happen. Um, mm. But so we actually, thankful for our slacking because that's how we met. So he was, um, on the ground in the hallway one morning outside of the economics. Uh, well, first off, I never go to school early. <laughs> he never went to school period. Let's just call it what it is. He was, was dating as, a girl. It was no, as needed. <laughs> he was dating a girl that's mom specialized in online classes. So he, he was dating the right girl at the time. And well, that's for how a couple you classes or a couple classes. But anyways, <laughs> classes. I came in, I came in early to make up a test or something for mm-hmm. that class. Yeah. And I was sitting in the hallway and then here she comes and I saw her and I literally, she walked by. I did not stop staring at her. She went all I the way down it. the hall. I was working it. So she, yeah, she was working it. I was and shaking it, the booty. I was doing all the things. It was just like, uh, hair toss. you know, when the light bulbs go off or you just have that aha moment. That's mm-hmm. kind of what happened. And I'm very persistent. So once I hit, she got in my head, it wasn't leaving. So then it was like researching everything about her to figure out how to get hold of her. And well, then, no, no, his memory's off. <laughs> See, this is what? why you need both sides exactly. to the story here. <laughs> what am I missing? No, because I was, so we had a mutual friend, yeah. Corey Donahue. So I'm saying. And I, oh, shout this out to is Corey. What, I remember Corey. D. Hugh, do you remember him? Yeah, I remember He was him. like one of my best friends. He yeah. was from South Carolina. Yeah. So he was dating one of my best friends. Mm-hmm. And so I was with him all day, every day. We were like best friends. I was walking down the hall with him that same day. And he stopped and went and hung out with Pat. And then Pat was like, dude, who is that chick? What is her name? And so yeah, he went I was home. researching who you were. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. And, uh. <laughs> Came home and I had a friend request on MySpace. Remember MySpace? Oh, yeah. Top 10, top eight. Yeah. With so, the song and everything. Oh, yeah. You get background. Pat, yeah. You, it was a whole vibe. And he uh, had sent me a MySpace friend request and I accepted it. And then like 30 seconds later, I get an, a message that said, what up, girl? And then what up? smooth, smooth, right? <laughs> then he gives me his digits and says, call me. And I look back and I'm like, I should have made him call me. Like she called me. I did, <laughs> but we were on the phone for like eight hours. No, we, we stayed up all night, yeah. literally talked all night till school. We had to get ready. went to school. Then we did it. Didn't we do it back to back. Yeah. It was crazy. You know, you guys start talking, you guys start dating, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And- well, kind of, I made him, this is what's funny. So I played it off. Like, I'm not going to be that girl that's like, oh my gosh, I've been obsessed with you since middle school. So I was like, yeah, like I've seen you around like a couple times, you know, like whatever, like I've seen you in passing. And then he tried to hang out with me 
a few times, but this dude was a lady killer in high school. So I had all the people being like, don't date Pat, like don't date him. So I was like, I'm not going to date this kid. And so it actually took him probably a good two weeks to finally get me to go out. But he would call me, text me all day, every day. And he was like, you're, I'm going to get you like, you're going to, you're going to be mine. So, like, um, a, like I said, I had that feeling and it was like over after that, which is pretty cute. Stop. Yeah. It, that was pretty cute. Yeah. Especially to hear. You oh know, yeah. Oh yeah. For sure. Yeah, so, I've never had that. So no, he, his friends like, man, I think they hated me cause they'd never seen Pat so whipped. They were like, <laughs> what's wrong with you? Um, but yeah, so we started hanging out and then like three months in, he put a promise ring on me. So mm-hmm. he went and bought me a promise ring. So I was like this little junior in high school walking around with a promise ring. And then we dated my whole senior year and I had like a shitty car that like would not start. And if it was like, it wouldn't rev past 25 miles per hour. Mm-hmm. So I was like putting to to school every morning. And so he would wake up cause he was graduated. He's a year older than me. Mm-hmm. So he would wake up every morning and take me to school my whole senior year. Uh, cause my car, my parents couldn't afford to get me a, a nicer car. So, um, yeah. so yeah. And then, uh, at the end of my senior year, they had a huge surprise, like graduation party for me mm-hmm. and slash birthday party. And he proposed in front of all of my family. I was 17. Dang. Yeah. yeah. And so I walked at my high school graduation with this huge like engagement ring and people mm. were like, you guys are freaking crazy. Like this isn't going to work. This isn't going to like go anywhere. Gotta have the haters. Right? Yep. And we're still here sitting. <laughs> yeah. Today, and, so. and some people, I mean, are successful in marriage, you know, getting married super young, but uh, I'm sure it was, it got kind of rocky in some points. I oh, mean, yeah. everyone goes through those situations. Right. Me, I eventually, you know, the longest I dated someone was almost eight years and then that's we, long. Yeah, and then yeah. we ended up separating just because people change, you know, people change. But that's cool that you guys are still going at it, you know, strong. So what was, you're, you're in high school, right? Were you planning on going to college right after? So, yeah. So I actually wanted to be a lawyer. Mm-hmm. Um, that was what I really wanted to do. My uh, inspiration was Elle Woods. I know, super deep, legally blonde. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so I was like, I'm going to grow up and be Elle Woods and go to Harvard. Um, but... I realistically, like we've talked about this, I slacked in high school, did not have the the GPA to get into an Ivy League school. But for me, like school was never really something that I enjoyed. I felt like it was like, it stressed me out. Um, mm-hmm. And so I didn't know what I was going to do with my life. So I actually was working as a waitress and I was working two jobs. Um, like I would go to one during the day and then I'd go to one at night. And I did that for probably four, wow. four wow. years. Mm-hmm. I just waitressed and, um, and he was working at, um, at Aeropostale. Yeah. I remember oh, we, that was high school and then it went to, didn't DeMarco's. you work there? Oh, that's right. I forget about DeMarco's and he was a manager at DeMarco's. So neither of us really knew like what we wanted to do. We were just kind of like job hopping, kind of seeing if something would stick. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that, like, you know, obviously my dad was pushing for me to go to college, but it just wasn't for me. And we ended up getting married when I was 19. Mm-hmm. So um, 2009, we got married. And then right after we got married, he was working at Buckle. Mm-hmm. And um, he was making, for our age and back then, you we were making pretty good money. So I was like, well, maybe I can get a job there. So I went and applied and I ended up getting a job with him. Mm-hmm. So we worked together for five years yeah. at Buckle. Yeah. Um, and I did like the visual merchandising. So I did a lot of like the window displays okay. and like... So they don't have like, uh, like merchandising guides. You mm-hmm. just kind of do your th- own thing. So I was kind of in charge of basically making the whole store look good. Well, that's not how it started. Basically they saw her talent and that was one of the first, um, openings they've ever did for that spot. It's because of your, because yeah, of you. Yeah, so. that's true. And, and it's funny. Cause like when you start doing stuff like that, you actually inspire other people to dress the way you're dressing. Yeah. You know, does that make sense? Totally. And so how, how does that feel? Like looking back at it now really that cool. you were inspiring a lot of the trends that were going on, especially yeah. with the girls. Yeah, no, I love that. And especially in Idaho, I think we can all agree here oh that we're a little behind on the times. A little, a little bit. Little. Like a little bit. Um, and Patrick and I have definitely, like, I've always been that girl. Like I've had like magazine subscriptions. I'm, I'm seeing what people are wearing outside of Idaho. No offense, Idahoans, but like we need to progress a little bit. Um, <laughs> I love the Chinese fashion. I don't know if you've ever seen the, how they dress. So I watched, um, 
have you seen Bling Dynasty on Netflix? No, I haven't. You need to watch that. Okay. So it's, it. it's pretty cool. It's like all these like very wealthy, successful Asians and their style is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So good. So I agree with that. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of, I think when I realized, okay, like I'm kind of influential, I kind of have like a, mm-hmm. that, 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 that act for, I guess, inspiring. Yeah, yeah. And that's kind of what I think where that like light bulb kind of went off, but I didn't know where that was going to take me. So, cause we worked there for, for a while, for a hot minute. Did and you, then did you guys work together when I know you said you kept switching stores? Mm-hmm. Were you guys? Yeah, we traveled together. So okay, so you guys oh, were yeah. transferred together. Yep. yep. So we moved to Missoula, Montana, and I actually have a ton of family there. So mm-hmm. that made sense for us. We moved there. We lived there for almost a year. We hated it. It was. It's really, really dark in Montana because of the mountains. So mm-hmm. we just. It just wasn't for us. But we went to Arizona for a month and um, helped a couple stores grow there. Um, and then we were like, it's time to go home to Idaho. We love Idaho. It's, it's such a great place to live. Um, so then we ended up coming home and on that drive home, um, Patrick had a, you know, if you guys have listened to Pat's podcast, you guys know, he dabbled in, um, in training and he's always had a passion for fitness. If you know, Pat, if you see Pat, (laughs) You can tell that he's always really been into health. So, um, on the way home, he was just expressing to me that he wasn't happy. You know, Mm -hmm. neither of us were, you know, we're not those types of personalities that can do the, the nine to five. Some people can do that, Mm -hmm. you know, and most people can do that, but that wasn't like fulfilling us. And so, you know, we had decided we wanted to work for ourselves. And so while we were in Arizona working, we had seen this really cool supplement store that was like locally owned. They, it was different from anything we had ever seen. And it kind of inspired us a little bit. And we were like, we like this, like Idaho needs this. Mm -hmm. So I was like, why don't we open up a supplement store? Yeah. Yeah. You brought it up on the drive. Yeah. So, um, he was like, yeah, I mean, I guess we could do that, but like, we're broke. (laughs) I don't know how we're going to do that. You know, we were, we were broke. We Mm -hmm. were typical young 20 year olds, you know, paycheck to paycheck, paycheck to paycheck, um, living on credit cards. So, you know, and I didn't come from much money at all. So mm. I knew that on my side of the, of the family, you know, my dad's a teacher, my mom was a nurse. And, um, so, you know, I've always had to work. I paid my own bills in high school. I did, you know, I, I knew that there was no amount of money coming from my side. Um, so anyway, so for a couple months, I'd say he was pitching to people. We were trying to get people to invest. Mm-hmm. And then, um, you know, we finally got the perfect investors. Like he said, his dad literally pulled out his um, retirement fund and put it all out on the line for us. So we, if that's not pressure to be successful, I don't know what is. Like, <laughs> you're going to screw over your dad if you don't make this work. So make it work. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so we, we started that and... Um, Yes. So so, so I have a question before we keep going on. Yeah. Uh, Was the, how was the Montana fashion? Horrible. (laughs) Was it worse than Idaho? So we, oh, we looked fashion forward when we showed up (laughs) there. Like people were like, what in the hell are they wearing? We were high fashion there for sure. Yeah. Yeah. No. And it's, it's not, I I hate to say that. I shouldn't say that it's horrible. I should say that fashion is plain. Super plain. I'm like, if any of my Montana family listens to this, you guys look great. Um, <laughs> well, it's true though. I mean, all the girls wear, I'm get wear so much trouble. Uggs 24. I mean, also it, it's just, yeah. Like, and it was the, I mean, at, at that time, that's when like the bling on the shirts, Ed Hardy, different mm-hmm. things like that were in fashion. We're both so, very extra people too. So, so we there, were like, if there was bling, there was, it was extremely yeah. As plain as you can go, the guys were just cameled out twenty four seven that style, and it was duck dynasty like, shit. Yeah, this isn't our place. Yeah, no, we showed up, and the first day I was like, "Holy shit, we stand out!" Like we just looked so, and we come from Idaho. It's mm-hmm. not like we're coming from California. Yeah. We're coming from Idaho, and we we're like, "Holy crap!" Like we don't, we don't fit in here. So yeah, the the fashion there was definitely like the girls lived in like UGG boots. Was, was it frustrating? Like for you, especially for sure. Like it, it definitely, when you feel like you can't thrive in an environment, cause I almost felt like, you know, I just didn't belong there. You mm-hmm. know, like I knew that I didn't belong there. He could feel that he didn't. And I think that's why we didn't enjoy it because there was no one there that we felt like 
pulled out the best in us and vice versa. It was very much like we felt like we had to mute ourselves mm-hmm. because we were just way too much. And now that I'm older, I look back and I'm like, screw that. Like I shouldn't have muted myself because now yeah. I'm like, I don't care. Yeah. Like I do what I want. Yeah. But back then I feel like we both kind of felt like we had to like tone it down, mm-hmm. you know, or else we were going to, you know, stand out. So, yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. Cause uh, sometimes I do like, the dumbest shit. Like we went to Texas. I bought a cowboy hat. I bought yeah, boots. I, I bought awesome. like I was all out. Like walking around the airport. Like I don't care. Like if you right. if you don't like what I'm wearing, cool. Look away. Yeah. You know. And <laughs> and it's awesome to feel like that. And so some people like when I tell them, oh, like like how do I choose or like how do you choose? Like you know, you get fashion advice or they ask you for fashion advice all the time. It's just wear whatever you're comfortable with. Like if yeah. you like it, if you're inspired by something. Like I always see something. I'm like, oh, I like how that looks. Let me like do some sort of like different thing about that and it sucks when people because there's always those people I'm, I'm pretty sure you guys got it even though it wasn't maybe to your face uh people are always like oh look at them like why are they dressing 100%. like that you know and i me i'm like they're gonna ju- judge you regardless like yep. you can yep. be like if you're dressed in plain camo they're gonna be like this he guy's doesn't in try plain. he doesn't yeah. care yeah this, yep. this guy's in sweats he doesn't care you know or this guy's like super dressed like what does what he think he's a he's badass showy. Or, yeah. he's showing yeah. off yeah yep. so there's always like for those people it, people listening like fashion wise, like just dress the way you, whatever you want. I love that. No, I actually love that about you. I love following you and seeing your shoes and all the (laughs) things like you remind me of Pat a lot because Pat will just, he doesn't give a shit. He'll just whatever, you know? And then people are inspired that way though, because you don't care. You're giving people that, you know, permission to not to express themselves, you know? So, yeah. So I I think it's awesome. Like, especially since he does it too, because then eventually Idaho catches up and then, All of a sudden, you're like, they're, everyone's dressing similar. Because there, there was a, a point in time, it was like two two or three years ago, like the, the style that I was dressing was like way different than everybody around here. And people were like making fun of me. I had like white collar shirts. I had like a whole bunch of stuff going on. Like I would accessorize a ton. And then all of a sudden, like I see, I, I look around and I'm like, a lot of these people that never had accessories or these white shirts or these shirts that they called, quote, you know, gay. You know, I've actually right. had people tell me that. I'm like what makes them gay like right yeah and and now you're wearing them right but now i'm like past yep. that now i'm more on like a little bit of basic just accessorizing it's like kind of what's nice in shoes. right now yeah. the basics like, yep yeah so drop tail all that yep exactly yep so you guys are coming back you bring it up you know you want to start a, a supplement store yeah so and then you found the investors right mm-hmm. uh I, I, if i remember correctly were you pregnant at this time so we um we moved home in Oh man, Jill. was it? It was summer. It was like early summer. I found like out spring. I was pregnant in yeah. uh, July. So um, that's a lot because we had moved in with my parents mm-hmm. because we were, we had both quit our jobs or while well, no, you're we, still working. No, I, yeah, I was still working. He had quit his job because when you're, you know, like when you, when you are starting a, a business, you know, regardless of whether or not our doors were open yet, his, his life was consumed with product research, Mm -hmm. you know, figuring out logistics, all the things that we had to do, what, you know, what, what's our color scheme, like branding, all of those things, he had to figure that out. And so I was working, but I mean, I was working retail like five days a week and I found out I was pregnant and I was like, Oh, okay. (laughs) So we're living in a basement right now. Um, so that was definitely a lot because, you know, Finding out, you know, we, we planned on him quitting his job, but your husband quits his job, you're pregnant and you don't feel good. <laughs> and now you're working five days a week. Right. Um, it was really, really hard. And so, you know, we struggled for, for a while, you know, a couple of years, uh, with, with money, mm-hmm. but, for but sure. yeah, so we, I, I got pregnant. We have one little guy, gray. Um, and so for me, I knew I wanted to be a stay at home mom. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just always been my dream. But then I'm also like such a hustler mindset yeah. that I was like, that's hard to do. Oh, and, and I feel like a lot of women feel like they feel mom guilt or they feel guilty if they want more than just being a mom, you know, cause being a mom is the biggest blessing you could ever ask for. Um, but it's okay to like want more and, and make more of yourself than just being a mom. That's okay. Mm-hmm. And I think that back, you know, this was seven years ago, even then this is before Instagram was big. And, yeah. you know, um, there wasn't a lot of people, in my opinion, a lot of my friends, like they were, they were posting about staying home and like 
having a million kids. And I knew I sure as hell was not going to have a million kids. Like (laughs) I am not made for that. Like I will lose my shit if I have 5,000 kids running around, like props to all the moms, the single moms, like, I don't know how they do it. So, uh, yeah. So we started actually, he was selling supplements out of my parents' basement. Yeah. I remember that. Yep. Yep. And, uh, and we were living on credit cards. Like we had, we had nothing. Um, so I quit my job because he needed help. So I worked full time in ripped every day, pregnant. Mm-hmm. We were open six days a week then. Mm-hmm. Um, so I remember like waddling around there, like yeah. so pregnant, like people will come in that haven't seen me in a couple of years and they'll see gray and he's seven now. And they're like, I remember when you were like waddling around in here, like so pregnant. And I'm like, yeah, which is so um, cool. It's really, really cool. He, we, we had a, like a little, uh, like walker for him in there and he'd walk around in there, like mm-hmm. roll around in there, knock all the supplements off this, off the shelves. Like he's grown up in there. Yeah. So, so, so since you brought that up uh, a little yeah. bit ago about, um, uh, single moms, like wanting to, you know, be hustlers or do something that they like to do. What would you say to those moms that, cause I, I've got it before. They're like, Oh, I can't show so much skin or I can't do this. I can't be posting like that Yeah, just because they feel like the shame. Uh, yeah. Other people are going to judge them. They're like, Oh, you're a single mom or not a single mom, but like you're, you're a mom, you're a mom and yep. you can't be doing that. Like, what would you say like to them? You just got to stop caring mm-hmm. because I agree with what you said, you know, a little bit ago, like no matter what you do, no matter what I've ever done in my life, I've been judged, Yeah. you know, whether I stay at home with my son and don't work, well, then I'm lazy because I'm not contributing. Yeah. Okay. Or if I dress super modest, well, now I'm a prude. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, if I show a little, you know, skin, like people are going to, especially in Idaho, like people are going to be like, whoa, girl, like put it away. You've had a kid. Yeah. But I just, you just, you can't care. You got to get to a point where you got to live for yourself and not what everyone thinks about you. And the more that you don't care, I feel like people can like feel that. Mm-hmm. Like I can ju- sit here and judge her, but like she doesn't care what I think about her. Yeah. And well, I think there's a certain confidence that comes with that too, right? Yeah. I just don't. I've had to like really work on that because yeah. I used to be a, a chronic people pleaser, mm-hmm. you know? And now my attitude is just like, I don't care. Like take me or, or leave me, you know? Do, do you feel, cause I felt this. I remember when I was going through that same, like always a people pleaser, always like, Oh, like I want to make this person happy, this person, but you can't make everybody no, happy. You can't. Like, do you feel like, cause I had to work at it too. And then finally when, I don't know, it was just one day I just like, I didn't care. Mm-hmm. It just felt so good. It's freeing for sure. Right. Yes. You're like, you're going to say whatever you want. So yeah. go ahead. And like, yeah, I'm, I'm having fun. Well, yeah. and he's, he's always been that way. He was that kid in high school that was like effortlessly cool. Mm-hmm. And when I met him, I was so self-conscious. I had bad relationships up until that point and I was pretty broken. And, um, he kind of dragged me out of that and mm-hmm. kind of helped me, I guess, embrace like who I was and like gave, he gave me permission to like be who I was. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I started expressing myself. I got like my nose pierced in high school. I was the only one in my whole grade that had their nose pierced. And like, I mean, guys wouldn't ask me to dances cause I'm, I'm not Mormon. So Mm -hmm. that was a big thing that I, you know, I wasn't the Mormon girl and, um, you know, I had my nose pierced and I had pink hair and I just stopped caring and, you know, I think that you find out who your friends are for sure when you start actually like really being who you are. And that's a really beautiful thing when you know you're being authentically yourself mm-hmm. and people are, these are your real people because you're showing exactly who you are and they're choosing you, mm-hmm. you know? So. Yeah, I'm glad you, there you go, moms. Like if you, yeah. if you wanting to do something out there, you know, just go ahead and do it. Yep. So yep. I want to, I want to go back to, um, uh, you guys are working out of your basement and you said you guys are living paycheck to paycheck, living on credit, credit cards. cards. Was there a government assistance? Yeah. Was yep. there ever a point? I know you may not have told Pat then that you were like going to tell him, Hey, just get a job. Like this, this, you know, like pull the plug on this because a lot, a lot of, uh, you know, relationships rely, like you have to support him, right? right? Like no matter what, but was there any, any point where you were like going to tell him, Hey, it's not going to work. Like, no, it's so weird. I look back and I'm like, I think it's good. We started when we were young. Cause we were so naive mm-hmm. that like, I don't think that either of us really, we both have such a mindset. And I think this is so important for anyone who wants success. Like success is your only option. You don't give yourself a way out. Mm-hmm. Um, and we both have that mentality. Like we're prideful. <laughs> so like, if we're going to mm-hmm. put it out there, we're starting a business. We're sure as hell going to make sure it's successful. And, yeah. and when you go in with, with something, no matter what you're doing, fitness, business, 
if you go into it, like the only option is up is mm -hmm. success. I mean, I think both of us just, there wasn't, that wasn't even on the table. So mm -hmm. we were going to make it work. We were going to do what we needed to do. <clears throat> we were doing, I mean, events, we were doing all sorts of stuff to try to promote it. This was, like I said, this was before Instagram. This yeah. was before, like Instagram was a thing, but people weren't really building empires on, on Instagram yet. So or stores weren't like, uh, like retail stores weren't right. on there, you know, like for sure. pushing their product. We mm -hmm. didn't have stories, you know, stories mm -hmm. are huge for business. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I mean, no, I, I always knew he would make it work cause I knew that he wouldn't let himself fail. If mm -hmm. that makes sense. No, that's, so, but having that, that <clears throat> looking back at that and having that backing from your, you know, your spouse, is, you it's, know, huge. it's huge. Yeah. At what point did you feel that ripped was working? You know what I mean? Because at first it's, of course, you're going to get friends, family who come and buy stuff, but then like you have to keep people coming back. Yeah. That's how you stay in business, especially in the supplement world. Yeah. So one thing I feel like with us is we've always been like, like he, I hear from every dude at the gym, any guy who knows Pat, Pat makes me feel like he's my best friend. Right. So, cause he cares about people and mm -hmm. I care about people. And that's the bottom line is to have a successful business. Like what you're doing here, you care about people. You want people to be able to like use their voices and say how they got, you know, certain places. I think what you're doing is great. This is a good example. Thank you. Um, but we had built so such a big network of people working at buckle for five years mm -hmm. that they started coming in and then he's a genius because he had those rip decals that are in your face 24 seven, right? Those started decorating all the cars and, and people just started like word of mouth just took off. And so I, I hate to say that, but like, I don't feel like ripped ever really struggled. Mm -hmm. I don't feel like we ever had a moment where we were like, this isn't going to work. Like we're not going to, we're not going to figure this out. I mean, obviously your first five years of business, um, it's, it's building. I mean, this, this year we're like breaking records. I mean, it's, it's mm -hmm. amazing what he's been able to accomplish. Um, but yeah, I don't feel like I ever had a moment. Um, there's definitely been hard moments. I will say the pandemic was super scary. Mm -hmm. Um, but he, I, I can't explain it. It's like, I've never had a moment where I thought he's not going to make this work. Mm -hmm. So it was, you know, people were coming in and that's one thing I love about Idaho is people do shop local. Yeah. If someone knows it's a ma and pa store, they're going to shop it. But mm -hmm. networking and having all these people that love us and know us mm -hmm. and then word of mouth, like it's just every year, it's just grown and grown and grown. So, so one thing that people do when they start a business, they'll start taking profits right away instead right. of reinvesting. And people don't understand. I, I, I keep trying to tell people, I'm like, just reinvest, reinvest. Right. Like right. eventually the money comes. Like as soon as you get to Be that patient. point. Yeah. Like at, at first you guys could have been like, oh, like let's. Let's, let's blow all our money, you know, let's not reinvest into more supplements, not in, reinvest our time into, you know, finding more product. And th that's what one thing that I told him is that I love that he does is he educates, you know, 100 percent. Everybody yeah. like he, he'll get on a live. He'll be like, this is what it is. This is what it does. And he's not. Of, of course, he's trying to sell his supplements, but he's also telling you the truth. You and know? he's not going to sell you something that you don't need. Yeah. And that, I feel like the transparency, the actually caring, mm -hmm. that's where people if you're just after a dollar and you don't slow down to actually care about the person that you're helping, you're not going to be successful. You have to care about the people. And that's what he, he genuinely, like if you come in and all you want is one product, he's not going to be like, well, you need this too. And yeah. you, he's not going to upsell you. He's not going to, he's going to say, that's great. Let's get you set up. He's giving out free samples. So I think that that's what he's, he's done differently for sure. And that's all well, been his brain. Then, yeah, you know, just, I can't take credit up. for ripped. <laughs> I, I said green and black. <laughs> That's like it. So, well, but. it's just building up that trust with those with those guests, and you know they can see that, and they can they can feel the energy and vibe mm -hmm. when you're dealing with them. So, yeah, yeah but a hundred percent, we we invested everything back into yeah, it. Yeah. A hundred percent. We're still, he still, still does do that, the like amount crazy. of money like we pour into that business every month. And that's, that's really what it comes down to is people want overnight success. Yeah, exactly. People see your success and they want it, but if they see the climb, they're like, mm, I'm good. Like, yeah. I don't want to, you know, cause it was years of sacrifice. Like we lived with my parents and raised our son in a basement for two years. Mm -hmm. Was that glamorous? No. Was that fun? No, but we sacrificed and gave 
gave up some luxuries, right? I drove an older car. He had a, a little, little car that <laughs> is so cute Honda? to like look back on. No, your little cruise. Oh, yeah, I think, I think it's then, cute. Yeah. Cause one of my best friends drives it. And so I'm like, Oh, that's so cute. He had like a little <laughs> chick car. Um, but yeah, like that was, you know, you just make the best of what you have and you know, that greedy instant, I want success right now gets people in trouble. Cause it's like, you got to, mm. I mean, we still pour most of the money back into the business. He could be making a lot more for sure, but, um, but it's like, and he does great, but it's like you, you want it to be sustainable. You want it to grow every year. And so yeah, pouring that money back in is huge for sure. This year's fun because there's a lot of upgrades we have done and are still doing. Um, so I think 2021 is going to be a cool year. The hard work's paying off for for sure. Which obviously people will see that we announce all the stuff we're doing, but, um, yeah, that's putting the money back into it. And like you said, the inventory, I mean, we had shelves that were, you know, the products are spread out mm-hmm. to take up space and yeah, I know what it, you're which is about. crazy. He's like, I remember that. Oh, I remember yeah. that one. Totally different yeah. look. And now it's like, oh. we don't even have room on our shelves cause they're so packed and we've added shelves and it's totally different look in there, but yeah, yeah it's crazy. It's awesome. So, so I'm going to put you on the spot since you mentioned earlier that, you know, sometimes you, you don't feel like you didn't feel fulfilled. Mm-mm. That's why you guys yeah. wanted to do that. Is that why you started to do, I mean, you have a successful business at this time and then you start doing, uh, what, what is Bellamy. it called? Bellamy. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. So I actually, so I like remember it so clearly cause you know, for me, like I'm into fitness and stuff now, but seven years ago I had just had a baby. I was wiping butts. Like I was like, not, there wasn't time for me to go spend two hours in the day, you know, of my day in a gym. And so for me, like I just, um, I didn't have that part of, of the joy that he had that this was like his dream. Mm -hmm. I pushed him to do his dream, right. Got him set up, helped him, whatever. And then I was like, Hey, I want to be home. Like Mm -hmm. I want to be home with gray. And so, um, I actually had really bad postpartum depression, um, right after I had our son and that lasted for probably a year. I mean, it got a little better, but like it was, it was pretty bad. And I think part of it was because I'm such a go, go, go person. Mm -hmm. And I felt like my identity was like gone. Mm -hmm. Like, and I hate to say that, but I know a lot of moms feel that and they won't say that. Um, and so for me, like, I just, I felt like something was missing. Um, and you know, this was his dream. He was building this. I wanted to build my own. I'm like, sorry, babe, that's great. But like, I want to show like that I can do something on my own too. So, um, I had, you always hated the, Oh, Pat's wife. I still get that. (laughs) Oh, you're Pat's wife. Your husband owns rip nutrition. I'm like, yeah, so do I. I'm the one that told him to open it, but it's fine. Um, anyways, but, uh, But yeah, so I actually hated direct sales. Like I, especially when you are a brick and mortar owner, like we were like, that's not a real business. Like no one, girls don't really, you can't really make money. Guys don't really make money. But my friend was, um, you know, a, you know, we were young and she was selling this product and I kept buying it from her to support her. And she was like, if you're going to keep buying this, like you should sign up. And I was like, hell no, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to sell. I'm not going to be one of those girls in people's inboxes, like trying to sell stuff. Like that's so shady. I'm not doing that. So then I had talked to Pat about it and he's like, hell no. Like that's not Mm -hmm. a good look. Like you're not doing that. So then finally she had kind of talked me into it. And so I was like, I can't tell Pat that I'm going to like sign up Mm because I was like, he will straight up judge me and he'll be like, no. So I charge my sign up on a credit card. because we had like no money. We mm-hmm. had just bought a house. We had bought our first house that we're still living in. And, um, so I charged, I think the sign up fee was like 50 bucks, but like, that was a lot of money for mm-hmm. us back then. And I was like, okay, I'm going to like shoot for the first rank. And if I'm, if I make my money back, then I'll tell Pat I signed up. If I didn't, I'm, he'll never need to know that I did this. Mm-hmm. And so I, um, announced on my Facebook, I did like this super cringeworthy, awkward, I look back on it and I'm like, Oh, but, uh, Facebook live. And I was like, Hey, I'm like selling this product. Like Mm -hmm. you guys are interested. Like, let me know. And like, it blew up. Like I, my first paycheck was $50, which I made back my investment. Mm -hmm. Right. But like, I was so proud. So I told Pat, I was like, I signed up and babe, I made $50. Like, I'm so excited. Cause like, that's a lot of money for, you know, that's diapers, that's food. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, I think I'm going to keep going. And he's like, okay, but like, if you, if you start losing money, like 
don't keep doing this. Well, so within a couple months, I was making like five figures a month from this business. Mm -hmm. And I had a team of like, I mean, we were growing by hundreds, like every, every month. Um, and so, you know, I was like, Oh shit, I'm kind of good at this. Like, you know, (laughs) this doesn't suck. Um, and so then I got really like addicted to just like sharing the, the opportunity that, that I was, I had no idea. I mean, you look back, I look back and I went from like charging $50 on a credit card to now I'm making, you know, 10, $12,000 per paycheck. Mm -hmm. Like I just, that, that to me is, I think why four and a half years later, I'm still doing this, you Mm -hmm. know? And so pretty quick that kind of took off and I started traveling with the company and, um, I got an all expense paid trip to Costa Rica, which was pretty cool. And that, that was his like aha moment when he was on a beach with a drink in his hand, (laughs) all expense paid. He's like, okay, okay, I don't hate this. I don't hate this at all. So, um, so yeah, I was with that company for two years, um, grew like a multimillion dollar, I think it was like a $2 million team. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, um, on the Costa Rica trip, hate to call this, this business out, but I'm gonna do it. That, that CEO, like for me, I think I've said it multiple times, you got to care about people. Mm-hmm. And the way that she had talked to me, like that was my first interaction with the CEO. Mm -hmm. And she was telling me like, this girl's not worth your time. Like, don't invest your time in this girl. Like just being really cold, like cutthroat. And I was like, I cannot. numbers, just numbers. Yes. People weren't people. They were just dollar signs to her. And I was like, this is, this is shit. And so one of my best friends was in the company and her husband was in, in the military and she was trying to work to get him out. And I was like, I can't have girls like, trust me as a leader, trust me as someone that they're looking up to, like, trust me that this is a good business opportunity. And I don't feel like it is, Mm -hmm. you know, if we're working for someone like that, like, that's not something I want to be a part of. So I actually stepped away from, uh, direct sales for, uh, probably about six months. Um, and I started a clothing boutique, my other passion. Um, and I did that for probably, I don't know, a couple of months before I had this girl reach out to me that I didn't know and, um, tell me about this new opportunity. And I had told, I had said over and over two things out loud. I had said the only way I will ever join a social selling company again is if it's God centered and if it's brand new, mm-hmm. like I have to have those two things. And so this girl had like messaged me and was like, Hey, there's this new opportunity. You can earn $71,000 in bonuses. And I'm like, Woo, my rock. <laughs> I'm listening, girl. I'm listening. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so I was like, okay. So she like showed me the video of the CEO and her name is Melissa Thompson. And Oh, she, I get emotional when I talk about her, but she was talking about God and how it was, a, it was the company was maybe six or seven weeks old. Mm-hmm. So I was like one of the first uh, partners anyways. And I told Pat about it and he like got up from the couch, went and grabbed his card, gave it to me. He said, sign up, you're <laughs> doing this. And I was like, really? He's like, you're doing this. He's like, this is what you've been looking for you're going to, you're going to do this. And I was like, okay. So, um, I remember the next day we went up to Island park. His family does like a little trip to Island park every, uh, every year. Mm-hmm. And I literally locked myself in a room the whole time and was like recruiting and like just working, away. working and, um, yeah, just, just found the, that and worked my ass off for a couple of days while everyone was <laughs> out playing. I mean, I took breaks, but but, um, but yeah, so I'm still with that company and it, is it hard to build like, okay. Cause I, I don't understand it that well. Yeah. Uh, just so like, a lot of also, people don't. Yeah. yeah. So, so are you supposed to be selling or recruiting people? Um, both. So yeah. I sell the product. So I have a lot of customers and then I have a lot of people on my team. So basically for me, I think the reason why, if you follow me, mm-hmm. you don't really understand what I do because I'm not like. I you try really hard not to be like salesy and like, you don't push it in people's faces. No, at all. not at all. And thank you. I don't ever want to be that. I think that's disgusting. Mm-hmm. Like I get people in my inbox. Hey girl, like you be so good for my, like, you know, whatever. And I'm like, girl, bye. Like <laughs> you don't know me. Yeah. How old is my kid? Like how long have I been in? You know what I mean? It just, it drives me nuts. And so I think for me, like that's one of the reasons why I've been able to be successful. Cause even, I mean, so I had to start over going back to that. I had to start over because you know, you can't take your team with you. I built a team of like 500 Mm -hmm. over there and I had to, I mean, I was still uh, making good money and I had given it up. 
So to come over to Bellamy, I had to like give everything up. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, within, so at the time there was a top rank to earn that 71,000. And in two and a half months, I earned that 71,000. Which is the, still the quickest, right? Uh, one of the quickest. Yeah. Yeah. I was the youngest to ever do it. Mm -hmm. Um, so two and a half months, I made the $71,000 bonus and he officially shit his pants and was like, (laughs) (laughs) honey, let's go. Like, let's keep this up. Um, but I will say outside of the money, it, seeing how happy it made her, you know, you could tell that was for her Mm -hmm. and her passion behind it. Like how I am with ripped and I, you know, it doesn't feel like work. You just enjoy it and love it. So I think I I was really cool with her. You you get to see their, their glow. You know what I mean? Like like when someone starts talking Mm -hmm. to me about like entrepreneurship or business and stuff, I can like talk my ass out. Yeah. yeah. Like stocks and I go off, but then you, we start talking about, there's a guy telling me how, how you went to a party and this, I'm like, that's like so boring. You're like, okay, right. kindergartner. Yeah. But, yeah, but that was actually, that was yeah. actually one of my questions. Like, how, how would you like, like seeing her be all excited for this? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. um, did you ever th- think at, at that time, like, Hey, like she's like spending way too much time on this or like, were you happy seeing her happy, like follow her dreams? Yeah. That was the biggest thing is seeing how happy she was and her, you know, feeling like she got her own identity and doing her own thing. But yeah, it was, it was hard at first because it was like 24 seven on the phone, always looking at it. And you know, when you're not used to that or you're used to getting attention, mm-hmm. whatever. He's needy too. I'm needy. Yeah. He's so needy. <laughs> it, yeah, that was hard. And that, that took, <laughs> it took a while to adjust. Now it's like piece of cake, nothing. Yeah. But that, yeah. Well, when the, I'm hustling for like, you saw I was closing out my month. Yeah. I think I was glued to my phone for like two days. And finally he was like, put your phone down. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we have it. We have it down yeah. right now. But yeah, that was, it was, you definitely had to adjust and learn it. And um, obviously it's worth it for sure. But yeah. yeah. So uh, like you're doing great in the, in this business, you, you know what I mean? So my question to you is, because a lot of people try to do this, what you do. Oh, 100%. Doing. Yeah. So what kind of mentality should they go into it? Because like you said, nothing happens overnight. No. Uh, and it's harder to, they'll, they'll see where you're at and they'll think they can get there as quick or like uh, it's going to happen overnight. Yeah. Like what would you tell somebody getting into like trying to follow in your yeah. footsteps? Well, first of all, I think like I can say, you know, I hit you know, platinum in two and a half months and made that money. But the thing with direct sales that people don't understand is like, it's a, it's an everyday, like people expect to be paid when they don't show up. So for me, I always say, if you had a nine to five job and you didn't show up, are you going to get paid? Mm-hmm. You're not going to get paid. And I think that one of the things that people don't realize, and this is something that I, I really stress is that direct sales. If you have that company, you are a business owner, mm-hmm. right? You're an entrepreneur and no one is going to help you be successful. You know, you, that's all on you. Just like your podcast, everything you have going on. Mm-hmm. No one told you to wake up this morning, yeah. get dressed, go in, show up for your people. Right. Yeah. You had to do that. Mm-hmm. And sometimes people lack that discipline of holding themselves accountable. People quit on themselves too soon. Yeah. And a lot of my girls, we've had to really like work on that. We have guys too, but most of my team's girls. Um, but really working on like, we're born with the mentality of like, we're not extraordinary. You know Mm. what I mean? Like we kind of fall into the cookie cutter. Like this is kind of how it is. And you have to break that mentality that you do deserve like abundance and you do deserve to be successful and you do deserve those things and really kind of like get in that mindset. I feel like success is a mindset. Oh yeah. Like a hundred percent. And so for me, like I went into it with, like I said, with ripped, like failure is not an option for me mm-hmm. ever, whether it takes me seven years to hit that rank or two months, I was going to do it. Mm-hmm. Right. And so for me, I was with that other company for two years, building a network, you're networking, you're building, you're getting more followers, you're making new friends. Like I work out at Apple. I have this huge like network there. I have all my ripped people now, mm-hmm. you know, <clears throat> I'm doing this podcast with you right now. Oh, yeah. I just signed with prepped, you know, you're building these networks with people and that's how you grow your business. Right. Mm-hmm. And so people don't take the time to like really get to know people, build those relationships. And so I would just say like, give it time. Like it's not an overnight thing. It's just like any job you're not going to get like, 
you're not going to make what you want to make the first day you, you show yeah. up to work. Right. And, um, you know, I don't think people look at it as an actual business, but like when we did our taxes this year, our CPA was like, holy shit. Like you, you sell makeup. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, I don't understand. <laughs> like, I don't get it. And I'm like, cause it's a business. People don't take it serious, mm-hmm. you know? And so, you know, I, I love that people don't fully understand sometimes what I do because that means I'm doing it right. Yeah. Because if I just lay it all out, like, Hey, I'm trying to recruit you. Come join my team. Hey, mm-hmm. buy this lipstick. Then that's not attractive. You know what I mean? That's not going to attract people the way that you want to attract people. Yeah. That, that, that's what I was going to mention to you. I mean, we kind of brought it up earlier that, you don't force it on people. You know what I mean? Like I've never felt watching your stories or seeing your pose, like you're posting that, uh, a new colorway of, of the, what was it? Lipsticks that were yeah. coming out. Uh-huh. Like, but you're not like message me to, to get yours or like here in your face, in your face, you're actually wearing them. You're using them. You're loving it. Product like, of the product. Yeah. Yep. Like yep. you have to be yep. like if you you gotta be your biggest hype man. Yeah. You know? Well, and I think that I actually genuinely love the products. Like I was actually yeah, I was able to, um, formulate those with my CEO. So mm-hmm. I, she knew I loved lip stains and I hit, so I actually hit another rank and earned another bonus last year during quarantine, actually. Uh, mm-hmm. so she came out with a new rank and, uh, it was like 250,000 in one month. Mm-hmm. And like, it was craziness, but my team, like I can sit here and take all that credit, but like success is like teamwork. Oh, right. Yeah. And like my girls, work their butts off. And it's like, it's actually really humbling to see how hard they want to work for you as a leader. Like, cause they just love you so much. Mm-hmm. Um, so when she announced that we were in quarantine, I'm like, well, I'm bored. Like, let's, let's do something, mm-hmm. you know? So, um, there was a new bonus. It was 60,000, I think. Was it 60, 64? Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Anyways. And, uh, we, I just locked myself in a room and my team was the second to ever do it. So the first one to do it was my upline and then I was the second one. Um, and then two of my friends hit it this month, oh, dang. but, um, but yeah, so, you know, how long, how long was that since? Then? Um, well I hit in April of 2020. So they just hit it this year. Yeah. Oh, wow. So it's, it's a hard rank. It's a hard rank and they both work their butt off. So it was really cool to see what I'm getting from it, especially since I do this and I get to sit down and have a conversation with a lot of people. It's all mindset. Like if you, yes. if, if you want to do something, like you can do it no matter how, how dumb or how stupid your goals may seem. Like, like I literally put a goal on my wall. I you love know? that. You know, like, and, but that's th- visual. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So like every time I come into my office, I see it. Like, yes. I'm going to make it happen. You're my kind of people. Yeah. I'll say these kinds of things to people and they're like, you're crazy. Whatever. I'm like, no, like literally I manifested my husband. Like you can <laughs> manifest it. Like I promise you. Yeah. Well, um, same thing. She had that in lipstick on the mirror. Yeah to hit that ring. So, so I had presidential written yeah. on my mirror for probably six months. Mm-hmm. And every time I would look in that mirror, it would say presidential. Yeah. So, so, so it's a, it's a mindset. And what I don't like what pe- some people do is like me, I hate the, I love and hate the, the book, the secret because yeah. yes, you're supposed to manifest that. Yes. You're supposed to like put all your goals, but what they don't get across is that you still have to put a lot of work in. Amen. Like, yeah. uh, and <clears throat> you, you touched on it a little bit earlier. Like you have to treat it as a business, but also you have to work hard at it. Like yes. harder than any job. Like, uh, I know say you work at, at a furniture store, right? You're probably going to go in there. You're going to do okay. You know, you're going to go work, get through the day, but it's, it's afterwards the, the, the time that you put in, like no one sees the hours that you guys put yep. in, like researching, uh, you know, networking and like for myself, like editing, no one sees me spend hours and hours and hours in here. They just see end products. They see, yep. listen to an episode. They, you know, they see all that. And I'm glad, uh, you know, we're able to sit down and talk. That it's, it's, it's a lot of work, a lot of sacrifice. You know what I mean? Like you had to sacrifice your dreams in the beginning in order yep. for Pat to, you know, to, to build his dream. And now he had a, you know, sacrifice time with you, you know, cause I know you mentioned earlier that he's a little needy. Uh-huh. Uh, to, to, <laughs> Wouldn't have him any other way. Yeah. But yes. to, to like build your dream up yeah. too. And, You've been doing great. Like I, I, I was going through your Instagram like several times just because to me, it, it motivates me when people are successful because yeah, I'm like, Dang, they're, they're doing amazing. Like it, it's, it's like, it makes it realistic mm-hmm. and possible to other people. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it, and it shows that, uh, you know, a little bit of work, a 
little bit of grind, you know, you, you can get there too. Believe you know? in yourself for two seconds. Yeah. You'd be surprised what you can and do. Don't expect, uh, Warren Buffett says it best. Uh, he says that a lot of people want to get rich quick, but no one wants to get wealthy slow. You know, Love that. And, yeah. and it's true because it's true. It, it takes a while to build wealth. It does. Uh, that's why a lot of people who hit the lottery go, go broke instantly because yeah. they get money and they don't know what to do with money. And I mean, I don't know what to do with money either, but I learn. You right. know, I ask questions, you know, I learned how to stock, like do investing. Like I never knew a few years ago that I was going to be making money off of that. And, and I'm the same way. I'm like, oh, like just learn about it a little yep. bit. Like you can make money on it. Like, why do you think these rich people like put money into the stocks? But you want it. That's yeah. the difference. Yeah. Some people think they want, want it, right? They think that they do. Mm -hmm. But then once they see... Oh, you weren't an overnight over like you're going to, you're going to have the biggest podcast one day. Right. Oh, yeah. And people Most are going to be like, they're going to be like, oh, man, you got lucky. You got so lucky. And you'd be like, no, <laughs> no. like, yeah. you know, and the same with ripped. It's like the things that we, we sacrificed for mm -hmm. both of us to get to where we are. And we still have times where like we struggled for so many years. Like I, I was raised like so poor, like we mm -hmm. did not have much at all. Um, not by lack of trying. My dad worked his butt off. He did night, but teachers don't make anything, you know? Yeah. And then my mom wasn't a nurse till I was older. So for me, I think that if you've struggled before, right. Mm -hmm. And you, you come from not, not having very much. That was my fuel. Cause I was like, I hated that. I hung out with rich kids at Hillcrest and yeah. I'm like, they always had like the nicest stuff. And I was like, I'm going to have that plus <laughs> mm -hmm. like 10 more pairs of those. Cause I'm going to go work my ass off. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. and so I think that like my, my want mm -hmm. to be successful and it's not even necessarily a money thing. It's freedom. Yeah. I'm, I'm chasing freedom. That's yeah. what I want because I think we're all, so many people get tied to their, their jobs and their bills and they're fine with that. Mm -hmm. But I want to live on my terms, yeah. you know? And so I think both of us just, we want that freedom, you know, and, and once you start kind of, I feel like once you get some success, you feel what that tastes like, and then you work even harder, mm -hmm. you know? So I would just, yeah, people just have to like believe in themselves longer than like a month, mm -hmm. right? You know, make realistic goals, make a freaking vision board. Like, I love that you have that. We've mm -hmm. had so many vision boards in our house and we're very visual. We teach our son that, like, if you want something, visualize it. Mm -hmm. Um, he has a picture of something in his room, right? Oh, he wrote a list of toys he wanted. Oh. And I said, go put it on your wall, dude, and look at it every day and work hard for it. Mm -hmm. So, no, I, I think that's awesome. So I had a question since you, you brought that up, like yeah. uh, the rich kids at, at Hillcrest. But yeah. you're, you guys not coming from money. You guys had to work there, like, to get to that point. Oh, yeah. Like, w what are your plans, like, so your son, Gray, can get that same mentality? Because it's a little different, like, he he sees both his parents are successful. So, and more you guys try to spoil him. That, I mean, that's how parents are. Right. He's you, the only you, child. Yeah. yeah. You want to give him everything <laughs> that you didn't have, but at the same time, like, what do you, for other people listening, like advice, would you give them that you're going to try to instill into gray, you know? So he, when he grows up, no matter what he wants to do, whether it be like following uh pat steps or, or do his own business, you know, right. have that motivation too. Yeah. I mean, I think, I mean, there's little, things that come out here and there where he, it's like, he gets it, but I think it's because we do explain it. Like we were in Vegas for, uh, for spring break and there was a guy selling water bottles on the strip for a dollar. Mm -hmm. And Gray looks at me and goes, mom, why is he selling them for a dollar? He needs to sell them for at least $20 to make any money. <laughs> and I was like, bro, you're seven. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So there's moments where he listened, like, cause we bounce off well, of each other it, yeah. so much. And I'm like, I want him to do this and I want to do this. And he sees, I don't think that he, like, he sees how hard we both work. And like, if we buy him something nice, we'll say, do you know why we were able to buy this? Mm. Do you understand? Mm -hmm. You know, like we took him shopping when we were in Vegas and, and we both said, do you understand why we're here? How we got here? Cause we work hard. Mm -hmm. And if you want to do these things, then you need to work hard. Um, or if he'll ask for something really nice, like we went to target and he just wanted a book yesterday. I said, that's coming out of your money, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think that like, yes, we, we definitely spoil him, but he's always, it's never without being like, do you understand why you can have that Yeah. or how we have that? Um, you know, and we, we definitely still show him like we're, we sacrifice, like we, we've lived in the same house for five years and, mm -hmm. and, you know, there's been times where we could for sure, like, you know, build a, a bigger house or, you know, whatever. But like, I think both of us just want so badly to you know, pour our money back into Your our businesses and really uh, like grow a foundation. Cause like yeah. you said, growing wealthy slowly. I love that. Like yeah. that's definitely our mentality. I want to be 60, 70, 80 
still having, you know, residual income coming in. And that I think is so important to teach your kids like residual income, you know, creating multiple streams of income. You've learned that. They said most millionaires have what, seven streams of income. Mm -hmm. So, so yeah, he, we talk about these things in front of him. So the water bottle thing just shook me. Cause I was like the fact that he's like seven (laughs) and he's like, pro, you need to up the price of those. those. (laughs) Like he, you would love him. He's a pretty cool little kid. That's awesome. Yeah. So I want, I want to get into, uh, because I know you're very transparent on your Instagram. Yeah. Like you, you've recently done like some cosmetic stuff. Oh, yeah. Like when, when did you first do something to yourself? And were you <sighs> questioning it? Because a lot of, a lot of girls want to do something, but they're like, this girl's going to say this, or they're going to say this. And then know? there's me. Yeah. And I'm like, Hey, <laughs> look what I just yeah, did. Yeah, oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Um, so I think the first thing I ever did was lips. And I remember it was for my birthday. I think gray was, two and we were poor. It's expensive. Like Botox and stuff is expensive. That's one of the reasons why I work hard because like, I'm kind of an expensive girl. Um, but that was the first thing I did. And I actually asked my mom for money for my birthday. And I asked Pat for money for my birthday. And this was like before girls were getting lip injections here. Mm -hmm. Right. Like I like for sure it was not a thing. Um, but I watched a lot of Kardashians. (laughs) And so I was a little, a little, uh, you know, motivated by that. But, um, but yeah, so I, I think that that's probably the first thing I dabbled in. And I always tell Pat, if I wasn't in direct sales, which I, I could someday, um, get into the cosmetic world. Cause I just find it like fascinating. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's, I don't know. I think it's sad that girls feel like they have to hide it. Like I get so many messages weekly from girls being like, I want to get my a breast augmentation, but I'm so afraid of like what people will think, or mm-hmm. I want to do this. And I'm like, why do you care? Like, if it's going to make you feel better, um, you know, God created plastic surgeons. Okay. <laughs> so just like ride that wave. Yeah. Don't overdo it. But, uh, but yeah, so I, I for sure have a huge passion for that. And I think one thing I try to do on my Instagram is I try to be as transparent as I possibly can. Cause we have so much smoke and mirrors on Instagram, yeah. you know, and girls feel like they have to have a filter. They have to look and like, yes, I'm bougie. I like to get things done. I like my Gucci, mm-hmm. but I'm also going to try to keep it up like 100 with people too, you yeah. know? So I think that that's really important finding that balance for did, sure. Did you ever get a, uh, like people telling you like, why are you doing this? Like, uh, I, or even family members telling you, cause oh, yeah. they're, they're usually the biggest critique at sometimes. Yeah. Um, I feel like one of the hardest things I've probably struggled with is, you know, like family is probably the one, the only people I've ever been like, what do they think about me? Mm-hmm. You know? Um, cause some of the things that I post, like I just posted that balloon picture with like my tongue sticking out and I'm like, <laughs> his, like his, some of his family is really conservative and they're probably like, what is Pat's wife doing? Like, this is so weird. Like this is not normal behavior, but like, but that's me. Yeah. Right. And so I just, I don't know. I think that I do, I do get concerned sometimes like with family. Cause obviously I respect family and I, and I always want them to, you know, be proud of me. But at the same time, like family will always love you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and I love going back to like, if you're not doing enough, there's something to say. If you're doing too much, there's something to say. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I've just decided like, Hey, like I'm going to do me and take me or leave me, yeah. you know? And and, so, I, and I love that you do that. You're really transparent. I mean, there not a lot of people would do that. Uh, yeah. I remember uh, I asked this girl one time if she got her lips done, and she was like, "Totally no. This is how they are. This is how they and are." And you were like, "And I'm like, yeah, okay." Like <laughs> yeah. I scroll through your profile, and your lips do not look like yeah. that right here. Yeah. You know, I'm not. I'm not. Girl, dumb. you got a little bigger. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So uh, I really love that you're transparent oh, yeah. about that because people have questions, like yeah. especially that, and then. It comes back to like to Pat too. He's really transparent with his products. Yeah. You know, he, he'll he educate you, which I love. Like he's always doing lives. You guys are always posting like, this is what this does. This is what this does. I remember I told him about how I didn't get full with proteins because I just feel like I'm hungry afterwards. Yeah. And then this, this one that, the one that I picked up, I don't even remember the name. Sorry. Right. About that. Casein one. It, it right? was, a, it was a red, it was Gourmet. a red bottle. Yep. It, yeah. It's like high in protein and only has like one fat and one carb. Yeah. Uh, Gourmet. That stuff's so good. Yeah. yeah. Not only is it good. All the proteins that I've tasted before this are nasty. Like they have a weird taste. To I them. agree. They yeah. like it's just weird. Like hurt your stomach. Yeah, yeah. They're just weird. I don't feel satisfied afterwards. And then this one, uh, she gave me. I didn't really get to taste it because I had just put some gum in my mouth when oh, I showed up. Yeah. And she's like, "Hey, take a shot." And I'm like, "Oh." 
I'm like, yeah, it tastes like a minty uh, <laughs> yeah. key lime pie. It tastes a little wacky, but <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I'm like, I'm, I'll wait until, you know, and now like I look forward to that protein shake after my workouts, yeah. you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. it actually satisfies me. I, I had one yeah. after my workout like this morning, you know, I, right after. Look well, at this guy hustling yeah, in the gym. Like, yeah. I love I, it. I went to the gym, came over here, you know, uh, so, and then I got a photo shoot later. I love that. Yeah, That's awesome. Gotta stay grinding. So, yeah. Got to. Um, I want to thank you for coming on. You know, there's, of course, I didn't get a touch of every, everything, uh, you know, but I would love to have you guys on again, you know, after your, your big announcements and things like that, because you guys are doing a lot of things and I love it. You know what I mean? I love seeing, like, uh, I told Dallin too, like he, he's growing his, his companies, you know, social hustle and prepped. And, uh, I think he, I don't know if he announced it, but anyways, uh, you're I, like, I won't, yeah, I won't, yeah. I won't spill it. Cause, uh, I, I asked him earlier and he's like, yeah, we're going to do this. And I'm like, Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And I love seeing that. And I hate it when there's people who you like, they'll tell you their success and they're like low key, like, Oh, like, you know, get jealous or like right. they get that, the why, you know, what is it called when they're like, why, why him and not me? Like, you a, know? yeah, I, there's it, a certain term for that. Um, well, just envy, you know, just jealousy, basically. Yeah. And you get that. The yeah. more success you get, the more you're going to yeah. have those people that just can't be happy for you, you know, and that's, that's okay. You know? So what is your Instagram? At the styled child. Is that where they can get a hold of you? Like yes. if they want to get like some, uh, some of your product, the Bellamy products yeah. or just any questions. Cause I know you're really, like I said, transparent with your like if you're getting your lips done or any anything cosmetic, you if know, you just want to be entertained, you can come follow. Yeah, me. <laughs> she has an awesome profile, but too, by the way. And if you guys haven't followed Ripped, you know, you guys should follow them. They also, you guys ship, right? Yes. Oh yeah, yep. yeah. Because I've seen that you guys have been doing a lot of shipping lately. Yeah, yeah we're growing crazy. insane. Yeah. So like, great. I'm not being biased. It's that protein was literally amazing, and it's low in carbs and low in fats. Yeah, and, it's clean. And it actually, it doesn't taste like a protein. Like yeah. that, that's, that's, that's my biggest that's the thing. Goal, right? What flavor are you doing? Uh, key lime. The that's key what lime. I'm doing. It's so good. Yeah. And like, th- that was another reason why I never get proteins because I hate that. It's like a weird taste. It has a weird Chalky. taste. Chalky. Yeah. And yeah. Like a weird taste. Aftertaste. Yeah, yeah. And then this one, not at all. And it's yeah. really good. So. Hey, you know, if we good. can get you a protein that you love, we have one. Because yeah. a lot of people are picky about yeah. their proteins. So, and, and I like how he mentioned it on his podcast. He's like, usually it's hard to recommend stuff. It's better for them to talk with you guys. And then based on what you tell him, like either price-wise, uh, you know, goal-wise or anything like that, mm-hmm. you can adjust your uh, adjust the supplements accordingly. You yeah. know, And I love that. Instead of being like, well, just take the more expensive one. And oh, then yeah. Take this too, you know, like. There's uh, no corporate bull crap, basically. No, no he, you, you tell him your goals, you're, you tell him the budget, and he's like, cool, like, this yep. is what you should do, you know, and you cater to the, yep. your, your customers, exactly. and that's how you get people to come back. And what I love, what you do on your profile is that you, I never felt once that you were trying to sell something on your on your that. profile. You know what I mean? And, and I know, like, there's other people who I follow too and are constantly trying to sell something. And I'm like, stop, I'm almost yeah. going to unfollow you. <laughs> yeah. It's like, annoying. Yeah. It's like an infomercial. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, stop. Like, okay, I get it. Like you're trying to hustle. Cool. But find a different way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. uh, use the product, uh, like, and just kind of like low key have that as the, not the main thing in the post. You know what I mean? You have to be the product. Yeah, exactly. The product like, is not you. And, yep. uh, you have to love what you do. 100%. Most importantly, like you have to love yep. what you're doing because if you don't love what you're doing, you're going to get tired eventually. Yep. That's it. Like if you were just doing it for the money, you edit eventually you get boring. Same, oh, with, yeah, you know, rip. but I want to thank you guys for coming on. Thank I you. really appreciate it. I got to learn a lot about you guys and uh, hopefully, you know, have you guys on again. Heck yeah. It was fun. Thanks for having us. Yep. And thank you guys for listening. We'll catch you guys on the next one. All right. See you guys. Bye guys. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>